welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions, as well as reading through the other sections of scripture, the writings, the prophets, and the apostolic writings, all in one year. My name is Karen and I am your reader today. Today is Thursday, July 13th. It's also the 27th of Tammuz on the Hebrew calendar. Our Torah portions this week, it's a double portion, are Matot and Ma'aseh, which means tribes and journeys. And our reading today in the Torah is going to be from Numbers or Bamidbao, chapter 33, verses 50 through 34, verse 15. Before we begin, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And the Lord spoke to Moshe on the plains of Moab by the Yadin at Jericho, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, and tell them, When you pass over the Yadin into the land of Canaan, then you shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you. Destroy all their stone idols, destroy all their molten images, and demolish all their high places. You shall take possession of the land and dwell therein, for I have given the land to you to possess it. You shall inherit the land by lot according to your families. To the more you shall give the more inheritance, and to the fewer you shall give the less inheritance. Wherever the lot falls to any man, that shall be his. You shall inherit according to the tribes of your fathers. But if you do not drive out the inhabitants of the land before you, then those who let remain of them will be like pricks in your eyes and thorns in your sides. They will harass you in the land in which you dwell. It shall happen that as I thought to do to them, so I will do to you. And the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Command the sons of Israel and tell them, When you come into the land of Canaan, this is the land that shall fall to you for an inheritance, even the land of Canaan according to its borders. Then your south quarter shall be from the wilderness of Zin, along by the side of Edom. And your south border shall be from the end of the Salt Sea eastward. Your border shall turn about southward of the ascent of Achabim and pass along to Zin. And it shall pass southward of Kadesh Barnea. And it shall go from there to Hazor Adal and pass along to Asmon. The border shall turn from Asmon to the brook of Egypt, and it shall end at the sea. For the western border, you shall have the great sea and its border. This shall be your western border. This shall be your north border. From the great sea, you shall mark out for yourselves Mount Hol. From Mount Hol, you shall mark out to the entrance of Hamath, and the border shall pass by Zidad. Then the border shall go to Zifron, and it shall end at Hazal Inan. This shall be your north border. 
you shall mark out your east border from Hazal-Inon to Shifam, and the border shall go down from Shifan to Ibla, on the east side of Ain. The border shall go down and shall reach to the side of the sea of Hinaret, eastward. The border shall go down to the Yarden and end at the Salt Sea. This shall be your land according to the borders around it. Moshe commanded the sons of Israel, saying, This is the land which you shall inherit by lot, which the Lord has commanded to give to the nine tribes and to the half-tribe. For the tribe of the children of Reuven, according to their father's houses, the tribe of the children of Gad, according to their father's houses, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritance. The two tribes and the half-tribe have received their inheritance beyond the Yadin at Yericho, eastward toward the sunrise. That was Bamidbal, or Numbers, chapter 33, verse 50 through 34, verse 15. Now to our reading in the Nevi'im. We will be reading from Ehezkiel, or Ezekiel, chapters 18 and 19. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, What do you mean that you use this proverb concerning Eretz Israel, saying, The fathers have eaten sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. As I live, says Adonai the Lord, you will no longer use this proverb in Israel. Behold, all souls are mine. As the soul of a father, so also the soul of the son is mine. The soul who sins, he shall die. But if a man is just and does what is lawful and right, if he does not eat at the mountain shrines or lift up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, does not defile his neighbor's wife or come near a woman in her impurity, does not oppress anyone, but restores to the debtor his pledge, does not commit robbery, gives his bread to the hungry, and covers the naked with a garment, does not lend at interest or take increase, withholds his hand from iniquity, executes true justice between man and man. If he walks in my statutes and keeps my ordinances by dealing truly, he is just and shall surely live, says Adonai the Lord. If he fathers a son who is a robber, who sheds blood, and who does any one of these things, or who does not do any of these, or who does not do any of those things, but even has eaten at the mountain shrines, and defiled his neighbor's wife, has wronged the poor and needy, has taken by robbery, has not restored the pledge, and has lifted up his eyes to the idols, has committed abominations, has lent with interest, and has taken increase from the poor. Shall he then live? He shall not live. He has done all these abominations. He shall surely die. His blood will be on him. Now behold, if he fathers a son who sees all his father's sins, which he has done, and fears and does not such like, he does not eat at the mountain shrines or lift up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, does not defile his neighbor's wife, does not oppress anyone or require a pledge, does not commit robbery, gives his bread to the hungry and covers the naked with a garment. He withholds his hand for the poor 
and takes no interest in increase, but executes my ordinances and walks in my statutes. He will not die for the iniquity of his father. He will surely live. As for his father, because he cruelly oppressed, robbed his brother, and did that which is not good among his people, behold, he will die in his iniquity. Yet you say, Why does the Son not bear the iniquity of the Father? When the Son has done that which is lawful and right, and has kept all my statutes, and has done them, he will surely live. The soul who sins, he shall die. The Son shall not bear the iniquity of the Father. Neither the Father bear the iniquity of the Son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be on him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be on him. But if the wicked turns from all his sins that he has committed, and keeps all my statutes, and does that which is lawful and right, he will surely live. He shall not die. None of his transgressions that he had committed will be remembered against him. In his righteousness that he has done, he shall live. Have I any pleasure in the death of the wicked, says Adonai the Lord, and not rather that he should return from his way and live? But when the righteous turns away from his righteousness and commits iniquity and does according to all the abominations that the wicked man does, should he live? None of his righteous deed that he has done will be remembered. In his trespass that he has trespassed, in all his sin that he committed, in him he shall die. Yet you say the way of Adonai is not just. Hear now, house of Israel. Is my way not equal? Are not your ways unequal? When the righteous man turns away from his righteousness and commits iniquity and dies therein, in his iniquity that he has done, he shall surely die. Again, when the wicked man turns away from his wickedness that he has committed and does that which is lawful and right, he will save his soul alive because he considered and turned away from all his transgressions that he has committed. He shall surely live. He shall not die. Yet the house of Israel says, The way of Adonai is not just. O house of Israel, are my ways not just? Is it not your ways that are unjust? Therefore I will judge you, house of Israel. Everyone according to his ways, says Adonai the Lord. Return and turn yourselves from all your transgressions, so iniquity will not be your ruin. Cast away from you all your transgressions, in which you have transgressed, and make yourself a new heart and a new spirit. For why will you die, house of Israel? For I have no pleasure in the death of him who dies, said Adonai the Lord. Therefore, turn yourselves and live. Moreover, take up a lamentation for the princes of Israel and say, What was your mother, a lioness? She crouched among lions. In the middle of the young lions, she nourished her cubs. She brought up one of her cubs. He became a young lion, and he learned to catch the prey. He devoured men. The nations also heard of him. He was taken in their pit, and they brought brought him with hooks to the land of Egypt. Now when she saw that she had waited and her hope was lost, then she took another of her cubs and made him a young lion. He went up and down among the lions. He became a young lion. He learned to catch the prey. 
He devoured men. He knew their palaces and laid waste their cities. The land was desolate with his fullness because of the noise of his roaring. Then the nations attacked him on every side from the provinces. They spread their net over him. He was taken in their pit. They put him in a cage with hooks and brought him to the king of Babylon. They brought him into strongholds so that his voice should no more be heard on the mountains of Israel. Your mother was like a vine in your blood, planted by the waters. It was fruitful and full of branches. By reason of many waters, it had strong branches. For the scepters of those who ruled, their stature was exalted. Among the thick burrows, they were seen in their height with a multitude of their branches. But it was plucked up in fury, it was cast down to the ground, and the east wind dried up its fruit. Its long branches were broken off and withered. The fire consumed them. Now it is planted in the wilderness in a dry and thirsty land. Fire has gone out of its branches. It has devoured its fruit, so that there is in it no strong branch to be a scepter to rule. This is a lamentation and shall be for a lamentation. That was Ezekiel or Yehezkiel chapter 18 and 19. Now our reading from the writings will be from Nehemiah chapter 13. On that day they read the book of Moshe and the hearing of the people, and it was found written in it that an Ammonite and a Moabite shall not enter into the assembly of God forever, because they did not meet the sons of Israel with bread and with water, but hired Balaam against them to curse them. But our God turned the curse into a blessing. Now it came to pass, when they had heard the Torah, that they separated all the mixed multitude from Israel. Now before this, Elishiv the Kohen, who was appointed over the rooms of the house of our God, being allied to Tobiah, had prepared for him a great room, where before they laid the grain offerings, the frankincense, the vessels, and the tithe of the grain, the new wine, and the oil, which were given by commandment to the Levites, the singers, and the gatekeepers, and the contributions for the Kohanim. But in all this I was not at Yerushalayim, for in the thirty-second year of Artaxerxes, king of Babylon, I went to the king, and after some days I asked leave of the king, and I came to Yerushalayim, and understood the evil that Eliashiv had done for Tobiah in preparing him a room in the court of the house of the Lord. And it grieved me severely. Therefore I threw all Tobiah's household goods out of the room, then I commanded that they cleanse the room. I brought into them the vessels of the house of God, with the grain offering and the frankincense again. And I perceived that the portions of the Levites had not been given them, so that the Levites and the singers who did the work had each fled to his field. So I contended with the rulers and said, Why is the house of God forsaken? I gathered them together and set them in their place. Then all Yehuda brought the tithe of the grain and the new wine and the oil to the treasuries, and I made treasurers over the treasuries, Shilamiah the Kohen and Zodak the scribe, 
and of the Levites, Pedaiah, and next to them was Hanan, the son of Zahul, the son of Mataniah, for they were counted faithful, and their business was to distribute to their brothers. Remember me, my God, concerning this, and do not wipe out my good deeds that I have done for the house of my God and for its observances. In those days I saw some men tending wine presses on Shabbat in Yehuda, bringing in sheaves and loading donkeys, also with wine, grapes, figs, and all kinds of burdens, which they brought into Yerushalayim on the day of Shabbat. And I testified against them in the day in which they sold food. Some men of Tyre also lived there, who brought in fish and all kinds of wares, and sold on Shabbat to the children of Yehuda and in Yerushalayim. Then I contended with the nobles of Yehuda and said to them, What evil thing is this that you do, profaning the day of Shabbat? Did not your fathers do the same, and did not our God bring all this evil on us and on this city? Yet you bring more wrath on Israel by profaning Shabbat. It came to pass that when the gates of Yerushalayim began to be dark before Shabbat, I commanded that the doors should be shut, and commanded that they should not be opened until after Shabbat. Then I set some of my servants over the gates, so that no burden should be brought in on the day of Shabbat. So the merchants and the sellers of all kinds of wares camped outside of Yerushalayim once or twice. Then I testified against them and said to them, Why do you stay around the wall? If you do so again, I will lay hands on you. From that time on, they did not come on Shabbat. And I commanded the Levites that they should purify themselves and that they should come and keep the gates to sanctify the day of Shabbat. Remember me, my God, this also, and spare me according to the greatness of your loving kindness. In those days I also saw the Jews who had married women of Ashdod, of Amnon, and of Moab, and their children spoke half in the speech of Ashdod and could not speak the language of Yehuda, but according to the language of each people. So I contended with them and cursed them and struck certain of them and plucked off their hair and made them swear by God, You shall not give your daughters to their sons, nor their daughters to your sons. As for yourselves, did not Shlomo king of Israel sin by these things? Yet among many nations there was no king like him, and he was loved by his God, and God made him king over all Israel. Nevertheless, foreign women caused him to sin. Shall we then listen to you to do all this great evil? and to trespass against our God in marrying foreign women? One of the sons of Yehoida, the son of Elishiv, the Kohen Gadol, was son-in-law to Sanballat, the Horonite. So I drove him away from me. Remember them, my God, because they have defiled the priesthood and the covenant of the priesthood and of the Levites. So I cleansed them from all foreigners and appointed duties over the Kohenim and to the Levites. Thus I cleansed them from all foreigners and appointed duties for the Kohanim and for the Levites, every one in his work, and for the wood offering at the time appointed, and for the first fruits. Remember me, my God, for good. That was Nehemiah chapter 13.
And now to our reading from the Apostolic Writings. We are reading Ephesians chapter 6 today. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth. And you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. Servants, be obedient to those who, according to the flesh, are your masters, with fear and trembling, in singleness of your heart, as to Messiah, not in the way of service only when eyes are on you, as men-pleasers, but as servants of Messiah, doing the will of God from the heart, with good will doing service to the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatever good thing each one does, he will receive the same good again from the Lord, whether he is bound or free. Your masters do the same things to them and give up threatening knowing that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven and there is no partiality with him. Finally, my brothers, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our wrestling is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, and against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having the utility belt of truth buckled around your waist, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel news of shalom. In addition to all taking up the shield of faith, with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Ruach, which is the word of God. With all prayer and request, praying at all times to the Ruach, and being watchful to this end in all perseverance and request, for all the holy ones and on my behalf, that utterance may be given to me in opening my mouth, to make known with boldness the mysteries of the good news, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. But that you also may know my affairs, for how I am doing, Tychicus, the beloved brother and faithful servant in the Lord, will make known to you all things. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know our state, and that he may comfort your hearts. Shalom be to the brothers, and love with faith, from God the Father and the Lord Yeshua the Messiah. Grace be with all those who love our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, with incorruptible love. Amen. That was Ephesians chapter 6. If you're reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year, you will also read Luke chapter 18 today. That concludes our episode for today. This is Karen with Daily Bread for Busy Moms wishing you shalom for the rest of your day.